Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Time for another episode of Fat Guys with Smokers. This is a unique episode, John. It is. This is Fat Guys with Smokers on the road. On the road, recorded from the truck that, until about one hour ago, was in pieces in my garage. So, this could get really interesting, really quick. (laughs) Uh, when you said that I was taking my life into my hands, I, uh, I didn't realize exactly how into my hands we were taking this. Well, I'm 70% confident that there will be no issue. I feel like if there was going to be an issue, we would have we already, already had the issue. Dude, that's what I'm hoping. Everything's looking good. Temperature's good and, or looking good, so we should be okay. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, what are we doing, John? Uh, we're going to do a Betty and Wilma. Oh. I don't know what that means, but Come I on, love man. the you Flintstones. Watch, you didn't watch Flintstones with when you were a kid? Oh, all the time. I mean, I know who they are. What did Betty and Wilma always do? Uh, talk on the phone. Charge it! We're going shopping, man. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while, all right? We are going shopping. No, we've got a... We've but got not a, for boring stuff. No, we've got a big cook tomorrow. We do. Really? Tonight? Yeah. Um, it's nice right now. It's uh, almost 40 degrees by my watch. Uh-huh. Uh, but it snowed enough that it shut down the canyon uh-huh. this morning. Uh, Cottonwood Canyon, I understand there was an avalanche. Oh, man. As far as I know, nobody got hurt. But this is one of the things that I just don't understand about um, about people who like being outside when it's cold and snowy. Yeah. There was an avalanche this morning. <laughs> there was a five-mile line of people waiting to go up the hill once the avalanche was cleared. To go skiing? Yeah, to go skiing. Oh, good heavens. I mean... I I'm, feel like that would be kind of a, a warning that maybe it maybe today's not a good ski day. Yeah. Like it, but, it, just, it seems counterintuitive to my, uh, to my yeah. psyche. Oh, a huge natural disaster. Let's go there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh so we'll see how this cook goes. I'm worried we uh we may be cutting our teeth getting everything done, but we've got uh I mean, I think we figured about hundred and twenty pounds of pork we're gonna try and cook uh-huh. to make uh sandwiches for a church activity tomorrow. Yeah. And I um, I may have made a huge mistake, but I'm going all in on the offset, and I'm going to do mine on the brand new offset. So, <laughs> yeah, I will try to document my journey. I'm a little concerned that it's going to blow up in my face, but trusty Isabel will be sitting ready to receive if we have any issues, so. Have uh, have we named the offset yet? Not yet, man. I thought about doing like a poll on Instagram. Can't you do that? Yeah. And letting the people decide. 
But also, I might need veto power because it's a dumb name that I don't really want to have it. You know. You know. So we we've hit, we had this tradition just kind of spark up with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest, Charlie, <laughs> kind of named his his next brother. Um, I think he was trying to say baby boy, but what all we heard was baby Bob is in mommy's tummy when when Haley was pregnant with with my uh, second. Um, so we dressed it up a little bit, and it's Robert instead of Bob. Uh, um, but we joked about that, so Rob then thought he should get to name our next kid. Oh, dear. Well, well he, he did an okay job. He was obsessed with Baby Shark. Okay. You know, you know that wonderful song that everybody sings? Do I? Do yeah. I? You got our kids. So... Pull in here and get some wood. Oh, let's do it. We'll see how it goes. We're going to the pit stop? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we were doing our driver's ed stuff yesterday, and I was gonna just have the kids bring me here. But they were super scary, so we didn't end up coming into work. Um, yeah, so Rob called his brother Baby Shark for, you know, seven months or however long he knew he was going to be having a having a sibling. Uh-huh. So we had to tweak that one a little bit. <laughs> uh, so he's born on my grandpa Clay's birthday. So his first name is Clay, uh-huh. but his middle name is Griffin because baby shark, sharks have fins. Griffin. Oh, okay. So All right. we've had to tweak it. We've had to embrace the stupid name a little bit. Well played. Um, but Clay then went and named my dog because he thought it was his turn to name something. So my dog, who was going to be named Chauncey. Sweet name. It's an awesome That's name. That's a solid name. Dude. It is an awesome name. <laughs> I love that. Um, is now named Beans from Go Dog Go. Also cool. Yeah. So Maybe yeah, not Chauncey cool, but... His, cool. Uh, his papered name, I don't remember the like kennel part of it, but is Frank and Beans. That's awesome. So now we're going to do something even more awkward and go into a store while we're recording. Oh, I was hoping we could pause it. I don't want to talk to these people. <laughs> Awkward, John. All right, we uh, we will pause now briefly <laughs> to avoid Mike's terrible embarrassment. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're back. We made it. We saved Mike the embarrassment of listen, looking like an influencer in the barbecue <laughs> store. I just think it's weird. All right, we probably would have been made fun of in that store of all of them. That's what I think too. I think we're just going to have to own it in Sam's Club, though. Yeah, I've accepted that. Sam's Club has so many crazy people, though. I'm not really that worried about it. <laughs> we'll just fit right in. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm thinking. All right. So we've got wood for the big smoker. Yep. Now it's on to uh, pick up the meat. Yes. What meat are we getting, John? Pork shoulders. Not picnic roast. Not picnic roast. But the shoulders. Yep. So 
So I've done it with picnics before, but given they come from the top half of the ham, they are a little bit hammier. Just by I always thought that salt was really just from the cure. Uh-huh. At least the picnics I've always had have kind of had a little bit more of that hammy flavor. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I have never, I mean, I've eaten picnic. I've never cooked it. I've only done shoulders. So, interesting. Um, so what are we thinking seasoning-wise? And are we going to use a binder? Because I assume we're going to do them the same way so we can mix them together if needed. Yep, that's the goal. Um, I'm open to your opinion on a binder. I normally don't use a binder. I'm not really into binders. I kind of like to sprinkle it on, let it sweat for a minute, and I feel mm -hmm. like it's bound as good as it needs to be. Yep. I'm not against binders. I'm not, like, judging anybody that's into binders, but... I uh, I do want... I think I told you about this. I did ribs the other day, and on one of them... Leave your whistle. Sorry. Um, on one of my racks of ribs, I used honey, because I... Or not honey, I used ketchup. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I I saw... Saw a TikTok reel something where this guy was trying out different types of different types of binders on a brisket, and I was like, "Well, let's try it on, try it on some ribs." Uh huh. And uh, there definitely was a little bit of a extra vinegary tang that I thought was pretty cool. So I'm I'm excited to try more with binders. Interesting. Yeah, I think I saw that reel too, and I I feel like even he was like, "Yeah, ketchup, okay," and then it ended up being one of his favorites. Yeah, exactly. So, cool, cool. Seasoning-wise, um, what do you think? So, I bought a bunch of this stuff called pork barrel barbecue rub for another activity that I thought we would just use that. Okay. It's kind of an, it's an all-purpose, um, salty. It's got a little bit of sugar in it, but not, not a ton of sugar, which I, uh, I like... I like the sauce for sugar, but not uh, not always my favorite thing in a rub, especially when I'm doing big cooks. Uh -huh. I think it can get hard sometimes to have the have the sugar be in the rub because sometimes these things take a long time. So right. one of the things you've got to think about when you load up a grill with a bunch of meat, your cook time extends because you've essentially got a bunch of heat sinks in there. Right. Um, and I've found that sugar can burn just because it's exposed to heat for so much longer. Because it's such a long cook. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, just my personal preference. I know lots of people do it and don't have any issues. Um, but my thought is use less sugar in the rub on a long cook, especially a big long cook like this. And then we'll... Uh, We'll use the sauce to, to bring a little bit of sweet to it. Okay. Right on. So we'll we'll see what Sam's has in has in store for us. Normally we can get sweet baby rays there. Um, if not, we may end up with like a Casey masterpiece or something. Mm -hmm. Which I'm a big fan of Casey on honestly. Yeah. Let's talk about sweet baby rays. I love sweet baby rays, but I love it so much that I really haven't experimented a lot with barbecue sauce. Do you feel like Sweet Baby Ray's is kind of like, I don't know, 
like amateurish, I guess, as far as taste. Um, no, I mean, I don't think it's amateurish. I mean, Sweet Baby Ray's, I mean, they, they were a competition team. Like, the reason that sauce is popular is because it won so many competitions. Okay. Um, so I think it's a great Kansas City sauce. Um, I also like that they've got a ton of different, like, flavors and varieties. They do, yeah. Just little changes to stuff. Yeah, that it's a, it's a pretty consistent rub and, or sauce that you can get flavored consistently out of. Mm-hmm. I am, I've tried to make a couple of sauces. I feel like making barbecue sauce is a ton of work. Yeah, I kind of feel like making barbecue sauce, you just use somebody else's barbecue sauce and add another element to it if you want to. That's my thoughts. Because I've watched a lot of people do it, and it's like ketchup, brown sugar, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like you could just use a sauce that you like as a base, and then if you're trying to, like, mix things up a little bit, throw in some of whatever, like pepper or something like that. Yeah, and I think for me, a lot of times I'm... I'm trying to get a specific flavor profile out of the sauce. So, like, uh-huh. yeah, maybe I'll add honey or I'll add peppers, um, chilies if I'm trying to, like, get more of a, a Mexican flavor to it. Uh-huh. Um, but I agree with you. It's, like, making sauce from scratch is a it's a labor of love and not one that I'm committed to yet. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that you have to kind of have a pretty good idea of what you're going to do. Otherwise, you can mess things up, and then you just end up using a store-bought sauce anyway. Yeah, the barbecue sauce is a science in and of itself, I think. Yeah. And I am not practiced enough or smart enough to pull that off. Yeah. I kind of look at it as like a brine. Like, I've experimented with a bunch of brines for turkey and stuff, and I feel like the only important thing is that you get the salt and the sugar proportion right. And everything else you throw in there just adds a different element. Yeah. And I think sauce is kind of the same way. You get the sugar mixture, you get the vinegarish that you want, and then everything else just kind of adds to that flavor. However, whatever profile you're going for. Yeah, I agree with that. These are my thoughts having like zero, <laughs> zero experience trying to make my own barbecue sauce. Um, but yeah, this is a, I'm just going to like go on a tangent for something. I think I know what you're going to say and I like it. This is kind of a, a weird, unique experience recording the podcast while we're driving through town. Yeah. Not that you and I aren't like talkative when we hang out together because uh-huh. we're normally talking about something, but right. like knowing that we're going to put this out as the podcast is is driving a level of conversation that way <laughs> intensity than, than we normally have. So yeah. Usually I, at this point we've talked about our kids and our wives and how work was today and then we sit in silence for a minute. But I feel like that's not that doesn't make good TV. No, we uh we talked about bringing the camera. I'm glad we didn't bring the camera oh, today. Yeah. yeah. But I can imagine there being some interesting B-roll as we sit here in the car kind of silently <laughs> scratching our nose. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's 
So you're just like this. This, yeah, is, this right. is the exciting stuff that we talked about. Right. Well, and Logan traffic is just a disaster. I know. That's, I can't believe you drove down Main Street. I wasn't going to, but I don't know how to get here from your work. I always take the back roads. Oh, yeah, man. That's what That's what 1st and 2nd West were made for. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I got in the back of my boss's car one day when we were driving across town. One of our vendors um, is actually here in town. And I had never ridden with him before. But I got in the back of his car, and he has had leather seats. Someone else was up front. Uh-huh. Um, and I was on my phone sending an email or something. I wasn't really paying attention. I got in, and I uh, didn't put my seatbelt on. Shame on me. Boo. Uh, I know. Sorry, driver's ed teacher. Come on, John. Can't um, be associated with that garbage. Anyways, he took off like a friggin' rocket ship. Uh-huh. And I was sliding all over the back of his car trying to trying to get to a seatbelt. And I just, for the life of me, it was like all I could do. And the, my other boss, my direct supervisor, was sitting in the front seat. And uh, she was just laughing her head off at me. And he was totally oblivious to the fact that I, I was no like idea. flying all over the back of the, the car. So... All right, here we go. Into the store with people with microphones in our ears. Uh, all right. I hope I'm everyone, my phone. I hope everybody knows how much we love them that we're willing to do this. Yeah. This better, like, go for a billion likes or whatever we're going for in the podcast. <laughs> I'm not excited. I hate people anyway, so people looking at me is going to be like, Whatever. Hey, this is this is going to be better than walking through Costco with a camera in That's my true. hand. It can't be that bad. Because right now it's just going to look like we're having a conversation. I'm like shoving my phone, my wires, <laughs> trying to cover them up as much as possible. I will say, however, I'm quite pleased that my truck didn't overheat and spew coolant all over. Man, so, you, did, you did good work. I mean, I'm not very confident in my mechanical skills, but so far I'm quite pleased. John, how do you decide how much pork we're going to buy? I feel like a lot of us like enjoy cooking for a lot of people, but that could be an intimidating thing. So for pork sandwiches, I plan a half pound of, of weight. Pre-cooked. Of pre-cooked weight. And these are bone-in, so... My goal is ending up somewhere between a quarter to a third of a pound per sandwich. Okay. So, and you can you can dial that up or down based on who your who your crowd is. I mean, we're cooking for a pretty mixed group that's going to have kids, have kids, adults. adults. Older folks, younger folks, teenagers. That, that's uh, that's just kind of where I, I shoot for. So half pound kind of covers people that are going to get seconds, yeah, as well as kids that aren't going to eat it quite as much. Well, I'm not. 
because of because of the setup that we have tomorrow, I'm not really planning on seconds. Oh, that's true. We've got this setup. So yeah, that tell it's, us about uh, the setup. The idea is to have a tailgate drive-through. If it's nice weather, people can stop and hang out, um, eat their sandwiches. But we're uh, we've only got a small gap between some semi-annual meetings that our church holds. So the idea is for people to here. Let me take the cart. You're one-handed. Thanks. Um, the idea is for people to come grab their food between these meetings and then be able to get home relatively quickly. Yeah. So should be kind of fun. Yeah, it should be. It should be a lot of fun, honestly. Right. Um, so I'm not planning a lot of repeat customers uh -huh. coming through. If I were doing this just for a bunch of teenage boys or a bunch of guys, I'd probably go a little heavier on the meat. Really? Um, yeah, shocker. They tend to eat more. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not sexist. It's just a fact. So, let's see if we can clean these guys out of pork shoulders. Let the record show that I'm trying to act as casual as possible. <laughs> the freaking microphone pinned to my coat. Hey, I was just going to say, this is already way better than walking <laughs> through the store with a camera on. That makes sense. If we see anyone I know... You're I'm bailing down. on me? Yep, you're on your own. Uh, What's going on there? I think these are... To, I don't know what that is. This Bone is in Boston, but oh, it's just two in there. Oh, but we may be in trouble, yeah, Mike. <laughs> we're gonna need a few more than that. Let's. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah. And at a buck sixty-eight a pound, that ain't bad. What's normal? Uh, I feel like I normally pay about. Um, Two bucks. Yeah. Two thirty. So here's the trick. Is it worth it to get those double packs over there? Well, we want we need about hundred and twenty pounds. Uh -huh. But we want the roast all to be about the same size so right. that they cook more or less. Looks like they're all sitting right around eight. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. You're the math teacher. That's oh. seven and a half pounds. Don't put me in don't put me on the spot, John. I'm already stressed <laughs> out as it is. That's okay. I'm, uh, Seven and a half would be 15. We want 120. We need 16 of these bad boys. Yeah. Eight each. Yep. So, I guess we'll just start grabbing them. Okay. Are we shooting for a general thing, or are we just kind of assuming they're all... Close enough, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I think close enough. Trying to avoid anything over eight pounds. Okay. We may end up with a couple we have to do that way.
How many we got, Mike? Six plus five. We got eleven. What do we got left? Life is over eight, but not much. This is eight or one. Yeah, it's, let's grab the ones close to eight. There's another one. Twelve, thirteen. This one? Yep. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I need one more. Grab, grab that. Is there like an eight two or something over there? Eight, eight four. four. Right. There's a yeah. That's probably as close as we're gonna get. Oh, here's oh, a, there's an eight two. Uh, here's an eight two. All right, count them up. Let's make sure we got it right. One two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen. All right. Okay. To the sneezings. Uh no, I've got the seasoning already. Oh, that's right. Anything else we need? Yeah, we need buns. Sauce. Yeah, buns and sauce. What kind so, of buns are we talking about? Hamburger buns. Is this our... What do we got? Uh, restaurant pack? Yeah, those are... Let's do these. We need uh, 20 of these. 20? So you said? No, I'll put us at 240, which is more or less where we're, we're aiming. What we're shooting Mike? for. Hey, what's up, Aldo? I'm out. I am out. Mike's, Mike's done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One time, one, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Are you counting what I've got? Yep. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Okay, double check. I think that's twenty. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, twenty. Okay. Golden. Also, do we need clam shells? We do need to walk over and grab clam shells. Okay. They, those should be over clam here. Clam shells and sauce? Is that all we need? I think so. Okay. All right. On to our next part of the adventure. We might need two carts, John. This is getting this is getting real. That it is. No one uh Nobody can accuse us of going going soft on this. That's true. I'm also really glad we made the decision to use separate phones to record those so we're not hooked together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because that could there was a wide connection that we thought yeah, about using. Let's but. go down here. I think clamshells will be down here. Oh. Yeah, this is a good time. Yeah. So it should, it should be fun tomorrow. We'll go through and we'll have um, 
let people come through, tell us how many sandwiches they need, and then we'll. I think we only need one. Okay. Because we'll do these in families okay, rather gotcha. than individuals. Gotcha. And I still have have some from our last go around. Okay. So um, do you have a Sam's Club card? I do have I a Sam's Club card. <laughs> I think I'm sure it exists. I would have to call my wife. Yeah. So people will come through. They'll tell somebody how many sandwiches they want, and then we'll have a group of people shredding and building sandwiches. Yeah, how many people do we decide on? Like 12-ish? Yeah, I think we've got building. about 12 lined up for this. Do we need any foil pans? Um, yeah, we probably should grab a thing of foil pans. That'll make life yeah. a lot easier tomorrow. Let's talk about your cook. You're going to smoke it. And then, are you wrapping uh, I don't wrap my pork shoulders. Really? Not at all, huh? Not at all. Unless you need to speed it up, right? Yeah, so we'll see what happens when I wake up at right. 6 a.m. tomorrow and check on them if they're still sitting super low. I'll yeah. ping you. I have every intention of not sleeping very well. I think a single bottle of one of these big bottles ought to be plenty. I'm not a, I'm not a big sauce fan. I, I just think a little drizzle gets the job done. Yeah, and especially we'll drizzle this and kind of mix it up. And mm -hmm. so, all right, Mike, let's stop. Let's think through this one more time. Okay, let the record show. I just saw my high school girlfriend. We have about five seconds before I bail, so let's get out of here. Where? Uh... <laughs> oh, she's gone, and I will not point her out to you. Oh, come on, Mike. Nope. What do you happen. think I'm going to do? Wave her over? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I actually wouldn't. But, okay. you know, if you if you played it like I did and move all over the country, you'd never have that That's problem. That's true. However, I've been in the same spot for a long time, so. Okay. We have the meat. Uh-huh. We have the seasoning. Uh-huh. We have the buns. Uh-huh. We have the sauce. Yep. And we've got clamshells. And we've got clamshells. Do you need napkins or anything like that? People are kind of on their own for yeah, that, right? They're on their own for that. I feel like we... Okay. Uh, anything serving-wise that we want to get? Maybe some gloves or something for people? Uh, I've got plenty of gloves. Okay. I say that. I'm now thinking through how many... Yeah, let's go get some gloves. Okay. Um, we'll now go get some gloves. I feel like I gotta keep saying let the record show because we don't have a camera on us. Let the record show we are now going for gloves. Huh. Everyone's gonna have to tell us. They're either gonna love this adventure <laughs> yeah. or they're gonna I've hate this adventure. I've already played through the conversation with my wife when she listens the first time. Yeah, there's a... Like, that uh, was the dumbest thing ever. Why would you do that? There's a special level of humiliation that happens when you do something like this and your uh, and then your wife listens to it with you. Yeah. Uh, where are we going to go? Oh, that's good. There we go. We're running out of room in this cart. It's the first I've ever had a Sam's Club cart. Should uh, we get some Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> Complimentary. <laughs> Complimentary. That's, Look, I'm uh, not saying you're going to get food poisoning, but 
you might get food poisoning. That is my biggest fear. Yeah. On a cookout like this. Yes. All right, and we're gonna need. We're gonna need a real checkout aisle yeah, here. We're gonna need a friend. Sweet. Or at a minimum, we're gonna need another cart. Cart this way, member that way. I'm gonna say, probably have to unload it. I don't think these guys are quite as hip as uh, Costco. Oh, I got you. Dude. Thank you. Hi, how you guys doing? Good. Yeah, how are you? How are you doing, Hayden? Good. Just wanted a big cookout. We are. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we got doing like. 250 pork sandwiches tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Thanks, man. Do you guys have a business or something that you're feeding everybody? No, no. we, uh... I mean, we've got a barbecue podcast oh, that really? we're awkwardly recording right now. <laughs> it's the worst um, thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> um, no, we're uh, just doing it for a church thing. Cool. So... Do you know how many of each you have? There should be 20 of the buns. 20 of the buns? Yep. And these are all weighed, so you're probably going to have to scan yeah, them. Yeah, we'll all be... Do you want separate. me to put them on the belt? I uh, reckon. Can... Yeah, yeah, we'll have to put them on the belt. Okay. I'll just make count these. Yeah, no, that's great. Sounds good. Let the record show the belt is now full. Hayden's just going to do us a solid and make sure we didn't screw anything up, <laughs> count these out. Which is much appreciated. 12, 13, 14. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I know, it looks like you guys are good. There we go. Good news, Mike. We counted correctly. <laughs> You get to keep your job as a math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we got the box that was crunched, so you can't. <laughs> oh, it's scanned. I got it. Winning. We've seen some crazy ones we've had to scan before. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen someone buy? Oh my gosh, dude, the other day. We had to have some lady pull something down from the rafters. She bought like a thousand fire starter things. Oh. Like, yeah. And then we were like asking her why, because you're curious. She's like, it's because my husband just died. And we don't know, I don't know how to start a fire. And so we were like, okay. And then she went and bought rubber gloves. <laughs> For the fire starting? That's all she had. Was she just a bunch of fire starter and rubber gloves. That's I mean, did anyone call the police afterwards? <laughs> yeah. Like this, like it did seem. It seems. Teamwork. 
Teamwork makes the dream work, right? Allegedly. They say that. Three thirty-seven twenty-two for you. Three thirty-seven twenty-two. It's a heck of a deal. Oh, and then oh, I on. do this every. Day. Why does it even say swipe card? Answer, if it just wanted to answer. Does it? Does anyone's card not have a chip on it anymore? No, you'd be surprised. Some people do, and they still try to put it in. And I'm like, oh, it's because it doesn't have a chip. All right, you guys should be all set. Cool. Thanks, Hayden. Thank you. You have a good one. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. That is a well-packed cart. That is, yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. Nothing seems too sketchy. Um, maybe we should take a picture for the gram so that people know how we do. I, uh, yeah, we'll take one when we get outside. Yeah. Or we can ask this guy to take We should go back and take one with Aiden. I hope everyone gets a chance to hear that conversation <laughs> with us. Ah, uh, he's busy. Hey, Duncan. You need me to lift things? Up. We just need three things, so you're good. All right, nice check. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I just want to say we got some looks, but they were all looks of admiration. Like several people walked by our cart filled with 250 pounds of pork butt, or no, what did we say? 120. 250 bones, and just looked like they wanted to be best friends with us. Oh yeah. Everybody sees this and they're like, this is a party I want to go to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pork brings people together, people. So, where are we going to put all this? Well, I guess how many... I guess if you're doing this on a... I'm just going to start calling her Betty. I'm down with that. I'm okay with that. That's my vote for the name. Here's the thing. My white drum is named Betty White, though. I have considered this. Betty White, but... John, where do we park? I don't know, dude. I was just looking for your truck. Uh, I have no idea. I just followed you. I think, can I fit through here? Let the record show I am squeezing between two cars, and it got close. But we persevered, and we made it through it. Aha! There she is. Hello, sweetheart. Now just get us home. Your smoker is built out of a boiler, right? Yes. There's rivets in it. I was thinking Rosie the Riveter. Okay, I can get behind Rosie. Something like that. I was just thinking like back in back in that era, like yeah. I feel like they, popular name. I feel like there was like some pop culture references to uh to Betty and Rosie and sure. stuff for Oh shoot. Thank you, Ford, for your automatic locks. Let the record show. My back seat is a little gross because it's been holding stuff that I couldn't fit in my garage for a while. Hang on. We'll see if we need to You may have to do this, Mike. There. You're gonna have to take the picture, Biz. I'm. Let the record show. I'm now taking a selfie. 
in Sam's Club parking lot. Oh yeah, let's, uh, let's go wide angle on this thing. I don't even know what that means. It's not even gonna work though. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, that face, Mike. <laughs> that pretty much sums up my experience. All right, I'm thinking buns on top. Yeah, buns on top. Pork on bottom. Paper products over here. Should have brought one of our wives' SUVs or vans. Well, that would have been the smart thing to do. That would be better than packing it all in the back of my back seat of my truck. Or we could have brought my truck with a shell. That also would have been smarter. Probably safer too. Yeah. Let's talk about food safety, John. All right, Mike. I do not have a fridge that's going to hold eight pork butts. I don't know about you. What do we got to do? I'm going home and putting these right on the smoke. Yeah. So there's really not a concern about that. Right. It's one of the benefits of shopping day of on your cook. Uh-huh. How long can these be in the danger zone? I shouldn't admit this, but I I don't know. I don't have a food handler's permit. I'm going to be honest. I do, but I don't remember the answer to the question I just asked. So I'm going to go with an hour. That, that sounds, sounds right. right. I feel like an hour is a good number. It's what, 30 degrees outside? So, that's not going to be a huge issue. That is one of the benefits of living in the Great White North is you kind of have a refrigerator right. all the time outside. Right. We're almost unloaded on the cart. What the records show, we are almost unloaded. This reminds me of that Office episode when uh, Dwight's recording things because Michael's on vacation. <laughs> and he's like, let the record show that Dwight K. Schrute is murdering Phyllis. Yeah, let the record show. The old man smoking a cigar is giving us the eye. Yep, what it happened, John. I'm going to take a picture of the back seat of my truck. It's a little gross how full that is. Pork under the bread. I think it's uh, important to point out we returned the cart to the cart corral. We did because we're not a-holes. Somebody told me once that's how you can tell, like somebody's a good because there's no reward and there's not really a punishment. I don't know, man. I feel like the social guilt of not putting one of those back. I mean, I judge people, certainly. All right, let the record show we are on the road again. We're on the road and I think the conversation Oh, it's Thank happening. <laughs> that was the weird... Oh, I didn't see that guy. I thought they were just going rogue. No, I saw the strap on it. That was awesome. We almost had a terrible experience here when the cart pusher 
was pulling carts out of the uh, out of the corral. He just sent it. It now occurs to me that I'm going the wrong way down this aisle, though. I'm one of those people. Who's getting judged now? Oh, no. That's what I get for judging people. I hate people like me. There's arrows for a reason. You know, it's just one of those things. Everyone, everyone has to embrace it. Look, man, I pulled through on a 45. It's a risk we take. But, all right, I think the exciting part of this is over. Yeah. Now we just need to get home, unload, uh-huh. and immediately start cooking. Absolutely, because we are already on the clock, I feel like. I do. What did Molly tell us last week to always plan? Two to three hours. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, we're hitting it. And in my defense, I tried to get you to do this last night. It's true. It was my daughter's birthday, and I fear my wife. You made the mistake of having a child three years ago. I did. Without contemplating. It was terrible timing. Wow. She's stinking cute, though, so it's kind of... She's totally much, man, seriously. All right. Are we going to wrap her up so we can get to work then? I think we're going to wrap her up. Okay. Right, we're, we're leaving Sam's Club. club. We hope everyone enjoyed this fun ride with us. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll get Mike the mic up and go into the barbecue pit stop. Listen, man. I mean, it's it's either going to be awesome or they're going to mock and ridicule us to the point where we're never able to go back in that store. Here's the story, though. I don't think they'd do it to our face, and I feel like that's even worse. Because you're just thinking, oh, what are they thinking? It's the barbecue community. I think they've gotten the dignity to look us square in the eye and call us and call us sissies, call us psychos. Yeah, you're probably right. That's a good point. Uh, plus, people did miss me lifting the lid on that Franklin grill. That's true. That was heavy. It was the real deal. That's probably more than quarter inch. Do you think? Um, I it was quarter three eighths, but I mean it was. It was solid. I mean, he said it weighed 700 700 pounds. pounds. Yeah. And, I mean, it's only, like, 40 inches long on the cooking chamber. Yeah. I just... And maybe I'm just cheap. I'm okay. Add at me. At Hayden Barbecue. You're a cheap bugger. um, If that's what, what it is. It just blows my mind. Like, I really don't know I can get myself to spend six grand on that grill right it was beautiful it'd probably be fun i guarantee it holds heat better than the one i'm about to try but six grand i don't know i just i don't know it could be wild i guess if i had millions to throw away that would be one of the first places it would go but yeah Uh, i'd probably buy a boat first i miss having a boat i grew up with one of those and that was a lot of fun all right, we may have to cut this last part out. Yeah, we kind of. I'm kidding. We don't. We don't cut anything out. This is authentic, if nothing else. We are the real deal. Well, till next time, I'm Mike, and I'm John, and we're Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers.
don't forget and like subscribe